Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Today, I have a great episode in store for you, and this is really going to help out a lot of your decision making, because a lot of you sometimes are on the fence, so you've already decided that Thailand is a place you want to be. You listen to my podcast, you've listened to some other podcasts, watch videos, maybe you've been here many times, and listening to my podcast is really kind of give me some thought and said, hey, you know what? I think that that is going to be my future home. So obviously, before moving to Thailand, you really have to think of places to live because Thailand is a big, big country. And as I say many times, the places that you visited here on vacation will not reflect positively as a place to live full time. And that's why I've always given you very few choices where I feel that Bangkok is the number one and first place that you always want to live. And the rest of the places, just rent. Rent a, go to a nice hotel, rent a service apartment, do an Airbnb, but just rent. So today, I am doing an episode for those of you that just want the simple things in life. Because you may not be like my wife and I. We have four properties, but Four properties is a handful to manage. And this is four properties that are primary residences or second home, third home, third home, second home, third home, fourth home. But we also have obviously our portfolio of income generating real estate. But we love our four homes because it gives us a flavor of everything. And because my wife is Thai, uh, we're very free to roam around easily. So I definitely have an advantage of just riding her coattails, just kind of following her <laughs> as she kind of guides me through different cities and so forth where we live. But not everybody is like that because taking care of multiple properties is not easy, even if they're just condos. There's not a lot of upkeep, but remember as you have association dues you have to pay. Uh, Sometimes there may be some assessments, for example, maybe if the elevator breaks down or the gym needs remodeling or new equipment. Uh, so there's obviously needs to be constant communication and that can be kind of cumbersome. So not everybody wants that. And again, that's not for everybody. Where some of you just want to have one property. You want to make it easier. So that's what this episode is about. It's for those of you that just want one property and thinking about one property. And here are the advantages. So let's use the budget of a half a million dollars. Half a million dollars in Thailand will obviously buy you a lot. It can buy you not just one fantastic property, but as I mentioned many times, it can buy you two to three to four great properties or okay properties. But sometimes just having one awesome property is all you need. Because having one property here in Bangkok as your hub as your headquarters, as your main home, may be a better fit for you. It also may work better for your lifestyle, whether you're single or married. Because some of you aren't wallflowers like my wife and I. I mean, we have friends, but we're not the most sociable people. You know, we're one of those weird couples that people think that, you know, it's like, these two people, they're, they're too much in love and they pay attention too much to each other and just everyone else kind of gets lost. Uh, my wife and I, she's my best friend. 
and uh, so we do. Even if we're going out with our friends or some of my friends, uh, we're usually just doing some, you know, some things on our own. But not everyone's like that. A lot of people are very social butterflies. Uh, they have a big group of friends. They have big families. Like for an example, some of my very, very good friends that live in Florida, out in Miami, they are extremely sociable. They have tons of friends calling them day and night. They're going out every single day and night, visiting friends, having lunch, having dinner, having dinner parties. They love doing that as part of their lifestyle. So for people like that, or people like yourself, that have lots of friends that may come visit you here in Thailand or maybe have family, that's why I recommend only having one property. Having two properties, having two okay properties is not, is not a good idea for you. I don't think that's going to suit you best. For the person that loves to be sociable, loves to surround themselves around people, you need to have some space. Especially if you're having guests that are staying with you. Because for my wife and I, we staying with us we always prefer people to stay in a hotel and we do the same because we just like space but sometimes remember this is when you have guests and sometimes after a while maybe some certain family members or some friends they just get annoying and you just need that little bit of space so a tiny little place isn't really going to cut it so that's why having two places is not the way to go and I know of people I've met people that with a half million dollar budget, they bought two properties or even three properties. And when they have people over, they're spread among the two bedrooms, on the couch, futon on the floor, and just like walking over people. I mean, we're not in college anymore. I don't, I don't want to do that. And I don't think you do too, and nor does your friends and family. So you must as well do it right. So that's where Bangkok comes in. That's why Bangkok should be your only, your one and only choice. It's the best place for investment. It's the best place uh, where highest potential of your home appreciating more than any of the, anywhere else in Thailand, even the beach cities. And there's more things to do. I don't care how big the beach city of Phuket is or Pattaya, but there's way more things to do here in Bangkok. Way more things. You know, just recently, uh, you know, I was, I, we were having a dinner with some friends and uh, you might have heard this podcast at one of our favorite buffets, but we actually went back, which is the, the Goji Buffet at the Marquis Hotel or Marquis Marriott. My wife and I went back, just the both of us. But that's a great thing about Bangkok. We love that. We love the fact that we can walk from where we live and have like... You know, common guy, which is like uh, Haney's chicken and rice or Singaporean chicken and rice for like 50 baht, like $1.50 or even $2. And then later in the evening, we, we can dine in a first class hotel in one of the best buffets in Thailand. And yes, it does cost 75 bucks per person, but well worth it. Well worth it. But look at the spectrum from inexpensive tasty street food to high-end dining it's all here and there's a lot of it and then in addition to that is the people 
If you are a person that wants to meet new people, I'm sorry to say, being stuck in a beach community, you're really going to be hindered. You're really going to be limited to the type of people that you're going to be able to meet and rub elbows with. Most likely, you'll probably get tired of them. And some of these beach cities are just a congregation of young people that just like to go bar hopping, get drunk, and just a wrong type of crowd. So you want a little bit more sophistication in your life because you're an intelligent, educated person and you want to be around people like that. And it's one of the things that I talk about with every single client because they tell me, most clients, I would say 99% of them, when I ask them, so I'm assuming that you've done your research, which they have. So before I give you my suggestions, where do you think you want to live? Then they start throwing out these beach cities. I'm like, no, 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 no. Based on this last hour, before you, tell them, you, you told me these beach cities, and you told me the kind of person you are, um, the lifestyle that you want, none of these places, none of these beach cities are going to make you happy because of the people. Bangkok is, what, actually, let me just kind of take a step back here. Thailand and Southeast Asia has a misrepresentation of a country full of ignorant, uneducated rice farmers that are poor and all they try to do is scam you or the country's full of hookers. Sorry, that's wrong, 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 and wrong. Walking around Bangkok is literally like walking around Manhattan, walking around Paris, walking around London, walking around LA. It is a beautiful metropolis that are filled with educated and extremely successful individuals in all walks of life, men and women. And if you want to rub elbows, if you want to meet people that are on your level, you're not going to find a lot of them in these beach cities. You're going to find them here in Bangkok. My wife and I talk about this all the time because I have friends, which, you know, I tell her everything. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, I'm talking to my friend and they're on speakerphone and they're talking about their Thai girlfriends, whatever, and all the Thai girlfriends, 99.9% .9 of them are Isan. Uh, that means they're from the poor region of Thailand. They have no education. They probably met them at a bar, their bar girl. Those aren't the type of people you want to meet, nor are the people that are in that environment. It's fun to go party there, but when you want to have really, really good friends, good people to hang out with, or go dine with, maybe go to a tapas bar, or go to a wine bar, you're going to be the best group of people here. And it's not just Thais, folks. I'm talking about from everywhere, from Germany, from Italy, from the UK, Australia, New Zealand, United States, Canada, Norway, China, Japan, Taiwan, everywhere, because Bangkok is the Mecca, where the beach city, you're very, very hindered and very limited. So I think I really drove that in more than I should. So I think you get the idea. So in addition to better people, Bangkok is going to give you more choices as far as real estate goes. For most expats, you're not gonna to wanna to drive. 
There are very, very few people, few families that do. The ones are the families, most likely. They're ones that are the Gen Xers or even uh, the, uh, the later millennials that have kids and they're bringing their kids here to Thailand, they're going to go to school, so yes, they need a car. But large percent of you don't fit that boat. And if you fit that boat, you don't want to drive. And I don't recommend driving. If you think you have road rage now, drive here and you have a, your road rage would escalate a thousandfold. <laughs> and it's never good to road rage in Thailand. So you want to stay off the roads and you want, some, you want to be chauffeured around. That's the best way to do it. So you want to be somewhere where it's within walking distance to public transportation, like the SkyTrain, like the BTS or the MRT. And you want to have a better and more of a variety of condo buildings that are close to these uh, modes of transportation. And, you know, the internet is full of listings. And you can be telling yourself or saying, hey, Will, uh, look, I see something in Upper Sikkimvid and Chitlom, and wow, it's only 100 grand. Well, pff, I wouldn't buy it. Most likely it's some rundown building, and maybe it's not even. It's such an old building that you as a foreigner can't own it. It's under Thai name. So that's why we always like to buy condos that are new or newer within 10 years and that are in buildings that always have allotted, set aside 51% for foreign ownership. That means that you as a foreigner, you have 100% ownership of this condo here in Bangkok as if you had the same type of condo back home in your Western country. So there's no worries there. So you have a, you have a bigger choice. And then in addition to that is instead of having to separate, because when you're separating your budget to 250 to 250, one in Bangkok, one in the beach, that means you have to get smaller places. 250 is gonna buy you a nice one bedroom. 250 is gonna buy you a nice one bedroom in the beach. But like I said, is if you are an individual or you're a couple and you're very sociable, the last thing you wanna do is have your friends and your family crashing on my couch on the floor, all sharing one bathroom. That's just a freaking nightmare. I remember doing that in college, it was horrible. I remember doing that as the first place, the first condo that I bought. It was still pretty big, like 750 square feet in the Huntington Beach. And when my family or even friends came and visit, yeah, because it was two-story loft, I was upstairs, but everyone sprawled out downstairs and uh, sharing one bathroom. For fun. So that's why I recommend for someone like yourself that fits this category, it's better to put your half a million and just buy one great property here in Bangkok. Either a two to three bedroom condo. So three bedroom condos are few and f they're rare. They're really rare, but they're fantastic. You know, you're not going to find a three-bedroom condo in Upper Sikkimvit uh, for half a million dollars. That's going for millions. That's like freaking going to like Upper Manhattan. But in places like Pakanon, one of my favorite places, half a million dollars, close to half a million dollars, will buy a three-bedroom condo close to 2,000 square feet. 
but there's plenty of two-bedroom condos in that maybe four to five hundred thousand on second bit from high-end developers what I'm talking about is developers that are in the top 10 or even top 20 developers here in Thailand quality build uh, amenities are first class it's almost like living in a resort and the best location and also the best juristic that's on-site property management that makes and breaks a building when you're when you're buying from a top developer they're always going to like AP Thai they don't outsource it a AP Thai is the largest developer here in Thailand they have an internal staff that is a juristic in every single building they, they develop. And many other developers do the same. So that's what you're going to want. You're going to want at least a two-bedroom condo, maybe even a townhouse if you're willing to walk a little further or even take a taxi. Because then again, you have more choices. For half a million dollars, I can buy you a, a really, really nice brownstone type, maybe two or three-story brownstone that's about 2,2500 square feet small tiny maybe gated community it's not going to be closer to BTS you, you can still maybe walk there but it'd be a long walk maybe 15 20 minutes but there's plenty of taxis that can take you to the BTS but you're gonna have the room tons of space that same exact half a million dollar townhome luxury townhome would cost you a double to two times or three times the price elsewhere these are ultra modern uh, brownstone types of townhomes very very they're getting very very popular here i freaking love them i mean i i actually <laughs> i want one because i i like that type of open air vaulted ceilings huge freaking windows uh, but my, my wife just does not like shared walls. So single family detached is the only thing that we have <clears throat> here in Bangkok. But that's another thing too. Single family detached home. Even if you don't want to don't want to drive, I can still find single family detached homes that's still somewhat close to the BTS or one of the rail lines. But you just want the space. Because if you're calling Thailand your home, I don't care if you're single or you're just a couple. You're going to meet people here. Meeting people here is easy because you have a common ground, especially among expats. If, you, if another expat hears you speaking their same language, they're going to say hi. They're going to say, hey, what are you ordering? And then the conversation is, so how long have you been in Thailand? Are you on vacation? Do you live here? And it just goes on and on. Meeting people here, especially other expats, is very, very easy. And many other ties is also just as easy. And there's some fantastic places like, uh, you know, groups that expats belong where they do like uh, foodie tours and stuff like that. There are a lot of cool things. And it's mostly here in Bangkok. So again, just a recap. I know having multiple properties is fun. The idea of it, surf and turf, is fantastic. It's great. I live it, but it doesn't always suit everyone because there's definitely more upkeep, there's more work, and you're not always going to get the best unless you are wealthy. 
If you have a $2 million budget, yes, I can get you four fantastic freaking properties that have a million dollars each. Killer, fant amazing properties really start at that four to $500,000 here in Thailand. Doesn't matter in Bangkok or the beach. $300,000 gets you great property. Anything below that are just okay, but still better than probably where you're from anyway. Better bang for the buck. But at 400 to half a million dollars, anytime a home is at that range, it's a killer freaking property, whether it's a condo, townhome, or single family house. And you're gonna have more space. You know, you're going to meet new people. You're gonna have friends visit you. You're gonna have family visit you. Maybe you don't wanna put them in a hotel like we do. Well, here in Bangkok, obviously, we have the room for my parents but you want your family and your friends to stay with you and also maybe you're a remote worker maybe you need a home office convert one of the bedrooms to a home office because maybe you just don't want to park a table and work on a kitchen table <clears throat> excuse me so that is what I recommend for for some of you. The idea of two properties is great, but sometimes for the, for the person that is just wants thing, something simpler, because there are many expats that retire and they want more because they've been stuck at this nine to five job all their life, working their 20, 30, 40, 50 years. They want to roam. So they want, yeah, they want multiple homes. But then there are also expats like yourself that want to scale down. You want something simple. You don't want a lot of maintenance. You don't want rental properties because you, you don't need the money. You just want something simple. And having that simple life here in Bangkok is more than obtainable. And if your budget is right, at least at four to five hundred thousand, you can get a fantastic property here. Because that four to five hundred thousand dollar property is always equivalent in any Western country of over a million dollars, easily. So you're already gonna get a better bang for the buck. Maybe some of you, at this price point, you're getting the home of your dreams. Because maybe the home of your dreams does cost over a million dollars, you can't afford it. Well, here, for four to five hundred thousand dollars, you can. So give us some thought. Maybe go back to the drawing board. But really, really, the one thing you have to do before you make your transition here in Thailand is you have to be brutally honest with yourself. I mean, really honest, like telling yourself, okay, if I get this gym membership, am I really going to go to the gym or am I just doing it just to have this gym membership? It's the same exact thing as having multiple homes. Well, I'm going to have three homes, but am I really going to go to these beaches that often? Maybe I should just pour more money into Bangkok, have a better home there. Then when I go to the beach, I just get a hotel. Because if you're not honest with yourself, then you're gonna be stuck with properties 
too many properties that you don't want, that you're not going to visit as much. I know of more than my share of people that have a property in Bangkok and Phuket, and they never go to Phuket. I know one woman that has a beautiful condo in Phuket, up in the hill, killer ocean view. I don't think she's been there. Well, it's my friend's friend. He told me that she hasn't been there for probably like six or seven years. So you have to be honest with yourself. That's why sometimes if your budget is, let's just say 300,000 and your dream is, oh, maybe I wanna have two properties. Like what Will said, maybe you know, spend $200,000 on a property in Bangkok, have $100,000 at a beach home. Maybe that's just not the right fit because you're not an adventurer. And there are people that are adventurers I know expats that are really, really get out there. They really want to do stuff. So they have to have multiple homes. But I would say a good half of you, maybe even 65% of you, will be perfectly fine in pouring all your money into one place in Bangkok and then, and then having the freedom to go anywhere else in Thailand and then just Airbnb it or do a service department, or better yet, stay in a luxury hotel. That's actually what my wife and I has been, have been doing. We actually rented out our beach properties. If you've seen some of our videos and stuff, and because we're staying at Dusatani or the Intercontinental or the Marriott or some of these other hotels, is because here in Thailand over the pandemic, there had just been some stupid, ridiculous, awesome deals. I'm talking like for residents, for Thai residents, because my wife, obviously it's Thai, 50 to 60% off. And then when we get the discount and we check into the hotel, and then that means that if we dine anywhere in that beach city, we're getting another 50 to 60% off in food. So when this was happening, we decided to rent out our, our beach properties. And, and, and some of them aren't rented because obviously it's pandemic, so we do have some vacancies, but you know, once everyone starts coming back later this year, we'll be fine. And it doesn't matter anyway, we, don't, we won't have any debt on it. But my wife and I, we really love checking out all the different hotels. I mean, we've stayed in, just Hua Hin alone, we've stayed in at least 15 different hotels from three star to five star, because it's just fun. It is just a lot of fun, especially when it's super cheap too. So that's what I'm saying is be honest with yourself. Do you want the upkeep of two properties? Can you do it? Can you have the upkeep of three to four properties? Are you really going to go to Koh Samoy or Phuket that much? You know, maybe you're only going to go four times a year. If you're only going to go four times a year, then get a freaking nice hotel. Go rent a villa. You'll save more money doing that. Instead, dump your money to Bangkok because Bangkok is where you're going to spend most of your time. There are a lot of people that I actually know that have lived, like for example, like Samoy, had a beautiful, beautiful home, sold it, came back to Bangkok. I know quite a few people from Phuket that done it. And even nearby B cities like Pate Jom Tien or even Hua Hin, that uh, they just spend more time in Bangkok. Because as great as these beach cities are, after a while, they do kind of get small. Where in Bangkok, 
here I am 10 plus years and there is still a ridiculous amount of things to see and do. There's like not enough time during the day. You know, my wife and I were talking about this. We're like, okay, if we go back, if we have to go back to the States for holidays, which we're hoping we don't, you know, what are we going to do? Because people eat dinner early. Everything shuts down early. We don't have the conveniences of being pampered like here in Bangkok. Like here in Bangkok, we can have anything delivered to us at any time. If you think Uber Eats is good, first of all, like those delivery services like you guys have, they're expensive. We have like Lion Man, Food Panda, all these motorbike delivery guys and women, and they're super freaking cheap. That means that at midnight, if my wife and I want to eat something that's very unique from a vendor or from a restaurant in Chinatown, instead of hopping in a car and driving freaking 45 minutes there, or if there's traffic an hour, we could just ring up Food Panda, look at the menu, this is what we're gonna order, and it gets delivered to us. That's one of the great things. Uh, recently, my um, <clears throat> I blew out one of my one of my iMacs. Stupid. Oh, okay, so quick food for thought. When you're in a foreign country, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Maybe you do. If you're in a foreign country and you're plugging in like a desktop or a laptop or any kind of electronic, and that outlet is jiggly, do not use it or make sure you're you're plugging it into like a surge protector because when it's jiggly you have these weird surges and um, we have one of those weird outlets that was kind of jiggly I, uh, I have an older iMac and I was putting it somewhere else and I, and I haven't powered up in a while so I plugged it in where everything's working fine and then <clears throat> just, it just fried my power, my power supply but lo and behold my wife freaking knows everybody. She called up one of her friends. They recommended this fantastic Mac repair shop instead of having to go to Apple. And you know what they did? First of all, they gave me a quote that was like a 20th of the cost of what it would cost to repair if, if I were in the States or any Western country. And half the cost of like Apple here in Bangkok. And also that cost they will call the delivery driver to come by and pick up our Mac and bring it to their shop. They didn't even have to drive to their shop. So they did that, scheduled the appointment. Wife uh, basically uh, communicates with them about four or five days later. Pairs were done. Didn't have to pick it up. They dropped it back off. My wife paid them online. That's the pampering and that's the conveniences of living in Bangkok. And in beach cities, you may have some of these type of amenities and stuff, but not as much. Yes, Pattaya, Jom Tian, you have all those food delivery drivers, same with Hua Hin, yeah, and Phuket, you have them all, but you just have more of it in Bangkok and you have more choices. So that's why I say you will never be bored. Never be bored. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, uh, I had no idea this existed. And again, because I'm not, you know, I'm not Thai. My wife's like, hey, uh, do you want to go to a floating market? I said, floating market? But isn't like 30? I said, I remember 
I went to a floating market. I think it was like an hour outside of Bangkok. She, you know, she's like, no, that's the main big one that all the tourists go to. But we have a local one that's in Summer Prakan, which is borders Bangkok. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, you want to go this weekend? I said, sure. So we went there, and it was the coolest freaking thing. It was like, this place was like 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes from where we live. And it, it was this floating market, not a big floating market, but it had all the food vendors. Um, like, uh, so if you didn't listen to my, my cannabis thing, but uh, cannabis plants are kind of legal here as long as the THC is below 0.1% or 0.01%. So now you have, when you're, when you're in these different food markets or, or uh, like uh, night markets, you're going to see vendors popping up doing cannabis smoothies. So they take the leaves of the cannabis, the raw leaves, no buds, take the raw leaves, and they blend it with like a mixture of lemongrass and a little bit of sugar. It's really, really good and quite refreshing. So I've never tried it before. So first time. So, and there are all sorts of other cool food vendors and we we spent a few hours there walking around shopping bought a whole bunch of food to bring back for us and also for her family it was just a lot of fun and again here i am 10 plus years i had no idea this existed that's one of the great things about bangkok this city is just full of things to do at every single corner at all hours of day and night so again Please be honest with yourself. Do you really need two properties? Do you really need three properties? Or will you be better suited with just one home base, one fantastic property here in Bangkok, and then just you're free to roam and just use luxury hotels when you want to do some domestic traveling. So I hope you found this to be very helpful. And if you have any questions, if your budget is at half a million dollars and up, please feel free to contact us. Again, we work with some fantastic developers here. We have some great properties. And we're always here to help you. So just drop us a line. So thank you so much for joining me. And we'll see you in Thailand.